We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I am Julia Plugge with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I'm Tana Fancher with the Kansas Department of Wildlife Parks. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. This month, we have been celebrating National Shooting Sports Month. Two weeks ago, we introduced the topic with Jeff Rawlinson talking about shooting range development, both across uh, Nebraska, nationally, uh, just a lot of opportunities for being able to, or where to places to go shooting in Nebraska, even, you know, in, in within our region as well. And last week, Team Kansas, Ms. Tana, interviewed Sharinda Wright. Uh, they talked about how shooting sports has made a powerful impact on Sharinda and where she has gone with both hunting and now how Sharinda is mentoring uh, within the shooting sports. And so if you haven't heard those two episodes, you know, I certainly encourage you to go back and listen to them and celebrate National Shooting Sports Month with us. So as we approach the end of the month, and by the way, I don't know where August went. It is certainly hot today. I'm ready for fall, but I just honestly don't know where August went. It is what it is. And so here we are. We're going to go wrap up celebrating National Shooting Sports Month by talking about a new community of shooters that, that's here in Nebraska. So Nebraska is very fortunate to have a number of shooting ranges across the state, as Jeff talked about in one of our episodes. You know, when I was new, Shooting ranges, they seemed a little intimidating. Like you walk up and here's these ginormous ranges and, uh, you know, where do you start? What do you do? And as a female, it seemed even more intimidating. So, you know, basically I just bring my own gun and, and I shoot at that target. You know, is that what I do? And so a lot of those questions go through my head. And, and those are questions that we we get from other females, even, you know, males and youth as well. So, you know, there's a lots of feels going on, lots of questions, you know, what can I shoot? What if I keep missing? How do I correct it? It can be kind of lonely out there on a shooting range, uh, perhaps if you're one that's looking for a support system. So, you know, while some find therapy in a shooting range going solo, which perfectly fine. You know, I have a lot of coworkers. I have a lot of friends. They go to the shooting range to shoot solo because that is their therapy to get away and, and whatever they need, they feel to, to support, to support themselves and to keep moving on some energy builder sometimes. But, you know, like me, uh, I like to go out there with a group of friends. We talk, <laughs> we giggle, we laugh and we help each other out. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to talk more about those support groups that are out there. And recently I learned about one that's happening not very far out of Lincoln, Nebraska here. And so today's guest is going to tell us um, about a fairly new program and the shooting sports group here in Nebraska. So let's pull in our guests to learn more. My guest today is Rachel Carlson. 
Uh, Rachel may be possibly the strongest advocate for both youth and female shooting sports program that, you know, I know when she's not working her job at a shooting range, she is volunteering her time to coach youth shooting sports. Before I get into more details, hello, Rachel, and welcome. I'm so glad to be here. I am a fan of the podcast. We'll try to listen to every episode, but sometimes get a little behind. So really thrilled to be here. Hey, and that's okay if you get behind because the beauty of podcast is, is you can catch up anytime, right? Exactly. So Rachel, you know, I just kind of gave a short little blurb about you, but will you introduce yourself? Sounds good. Just let me know if I start bragging on myself too much so you can stop me. This is where we brag. We, we want you to brag on yourself. Very good. So I work out at the Outdoor Education Center, which is a, an archery and firearm range out here in Lincoln and the kind of assistant superintendent role. So I do a lot of coordinating programs to get everybody on point with teaching beginner, intermediate, and advanced level archery and firearm classes. But I also do some teaching of my own and coaching 4-H. And I just am surrounded by people who are passionate about shooting sports and hunting. And it's just great coming in day to day. It's always an adventure. Sometimes it's more of a positive adventure. And then sometimes it's an exciting day on the job. You never know. Uh, I love being able to share skills and passion with uh, folks that are at all stages of shooting sports learning, moving it forward with youth who are getting introduced to it to be able to pass that on to more people in the future. Um, I got started with shooting sports. Actually, I am a dyed in the wool 4-H'er. I got started at 10 years old in 4-H shooting sports, along with a lot of other outdoor 4-H activities. So it wasn't just shooting sports. And it kind of happened by accident. Parents were friends with the BB gun coach for Lancaster County, and he needed some more people in the club. So I just ended up getting rolled into it and found out that I really, really enjoyed um, the competition aspect of it met my best friend there and we had a great time. My brothers were involved too, but they kind of dropped off. So it's not for everybody, but I certainly stuck with it. And I'd say one of the reasons that I ended up sticking with it is that I was encouraged by folks that were in the program to become an instructor at a fairly young age. So I became certified as an apprentice rifle instructor at 14 and was teaching classes at 16. So I've never really dropped off from teaching in some capacity rifle or BB gun. Or um, when I got into college, I became a NASP uh, BAI instructor. So for archery, was able to kind of dip my toe in the archery world, which was interesting. And then when this range opened, I, the range and myself kind of the needed skills and the skills that I had kind of matched up. So it just seemed like a perfect fit. I don't really consider myself coming from a hunting family, although my grandpa did do some hunting as I was growing up, had a little bit of exposure to it. Did a ton of outdoor stuff, just didn't do a lot of hunting as I was growing up. But again, that that 4-H and just uh, being out in the outdoors a ton when I was little just drove my passion for being able to be in shooting sports. So again, my first love was competition. But right now, I love going out to ranges to hang out with my friends. So that's a, there's a huge social aspect to it, too, and just going out and kind of having fun. And I've gotten more into the hunting stuff over the years. It just wasn't a huge focus when I was younger. You know, that's that's absolutely amazing. And first, I'm going to send some love out to the 4-H program because, you know, my, my sons are big into the 4-H program. And kudos to you. That's just absolutely amazing that you took that on as a 14 and then 16-year-old and become an instructor because, you know, I'm in Lancaster County myself. 
And I know firsthand that I think you and maybe only a few others are actually 4-H instructors here in the county and commend you for that because there's a lot of time and effort into it. They have a pretty, I guess, not really strict, but a program, a training program that's pretty detailed, which is great because you need some type, you need detail, you need some structure to that to, to be able to coach that. It's just not a everyday type anything you do every day. I mean, there's a lot of skill. There's a lot of safety there to look after. Uh, kudos to you for that. 4-H, they're, they're very uh, science-based. And so they have that tried yeah. and true method of teaching and making sure that they're focusing on youth development as well. So in addition to being just a county level instructor, I've just because of the people that I've met through the programs and I just love learning new skills. I just like to collect more and more skills. That's just one of my hobbies. If there's something new out there to learn, I'll try it. So that's how I got roped into uh, becoming a state level instructor. So I go out and teach workshops to get other county level instructors certified to be able to teach youth all over the state. And then in the last few years, I've also been certified as a national level instructor for rifle for 4-H. So I also have gone to a couple of states and uh, taught nationwide so that we can get uh, state level instructors out in Kansas, or Texas, or Virginia, wherever else they need them. Nice, nice. I think, I swear, like we could, and we have before, we talked to um, Tammy Stir several episodes ago, talking about the national, the 4-H shooting sports program. And I mean, I think we could even take another stab at it, another episode sometime, just getting into the weeds of that program and encouraging both uh, maybe our listeners to jump on to be instructors in, in two, maybe getting their youth into those programs. So that's absolutely amazing. And I think maybe the first time I met Rachel may be at the national shooting sports competition in Grand Islands. Always a full circle somewhere. Yes, exactly. And now that we know Rachel, as far as how she got into the shooting sports, uh, where I see, I guess, see her face, like literally almost every day is at work and at the outdoor education center. Over the years, I've had the pleasure of working with Rachel to design and implement a creative program that uh, attracts new shooters. While we also, we work for families, youth, but more, you know, mostly we, her and I have worked together to try to attract uh, female to the education center where she works. We both work to participate in archery programs, firearms programs. Uh, One of the programs that we did was a lunch and learn program. And that was really fun to to watch ladies come to the education center during, I think it was like the hot summer months. They could come in, uh, they did some archery for a short amount of time, they ate lunch, they uh, collaborated, a little fellowship, a little fun, and then they went back to work. I mean, what better thing to do is to take a little decompression at the Outdoor Education Center. And so it was just those things like that. But I want Rachel to explain a program that she has most recently developed, or and I want her to introduce that program and how or where she sees it going, and just honestly, just tell us about it. Now, most recently, Rachel has introduced the, the program called Glam. So when I hear a glam on a shooting range, you know, <laughs> at first I like I envisioned ladies all dolled up in dresses and layered in jewelry and 
perfected in makeup, but then I'm like, wait, that's not Rachel. So <laughs> that's totally not Rachel. So what is going on here? You're totally right that that is not me. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I haven't tried in a while, but I might be allergic to makeup. I'm not sure. What we're trying with Glam is uh, it's an attention getting name. It is an acronym that stands for growing, learning, and mentoring. It's designed to be an introductory program that ladies can come and just try out uh, different shooting sport opportunities to see if they like it, if it's up their alley. Um, it gives you a chance to try multiple things at one time, not at one time, but in rotation at one session so that uh, maybe you'll find something that, you, that you're interested in or you figure out in the future, hey, maybe that's not for me, but maybe you find something that you want to continue on with a different program, get more involved in. So it's just supposed to be a fun introductory day. Bring your friends, have some fun, hang out outdoors or indoors if we hold a winter program and uh, see where it goes. And hopefully we'll have some ladies that are interested enough in it to be able to develop them as instructors and be able to come back and teach. That's where I'd hope to see it going. And again, as Julia said, we just introduced it. So we just had our first one at the end of July. And we had a pistol, introductory archery, and some outdoor cooking. And we were able to accomplish all three of those in about two hours. And it's nice. just basics, just to nice. try it out. We're not going to cram your head full of technical terms and the fine points of everything, because who's going to be able to hold on to that and still be able to shoot and concentrate? So it's just supposed to be a fun introductory and be able to introduce maybe a friend that hasn't done it before to something that you enjoy and figure out uh, what you want to do from there. So our, we have two more scheduled for the rest of the year um, at, in October. And so we have one October 10th and one October 23rd. We have different activities scheduled for each of those. The October 10th one, we're looking at doing introductory rifle, uh, introductory revolver pistol, and then being able to shoot a metallic plates with either of those. So you can kind of get that satisfying ding, ding, ding off the plates. Nice. Now I see that those are, and correct me if I'm wrong, they are at a Firth shooting range. Uh, and, and Firth, if you're not familiar with the area, is just south of Lincoln. I mean, pretty short distance there. Have all the programs been at Firth or will they be at Firth in the future or what you think in there? So our first one was actually here at the Outdoor Ed Center and these next two will be at Firth um, because this is a partnership with Nebraska Shooters, which is a range down in Firth. We are co-instructing these. So Dorothy from Nebraska Shooters will also be one of our instructors that's helping out with this. So we're looking at an all-female instructor team so that everybody feels nice and comfortable. And so we're just gonna kind of ping pong back and forth between Lincoln and Firth, depending on what we're offering. People can come to whichever one fits their schedule and their location. I like how that you, you're not necessarily like committed to having to go twice a week or once a week or once a month because um, as a mom, I know my life's crazy. I might be able to go to this week, but I can't go to the next week type thing. Or, you know, we're busy. We're all busy. We have jobs. We have other commitments. And so 
you know, I make it when I can, or there might be a particular firearm that I want to try for the first time. And that's the one I want to go to. And I think you're going to find that once they try one, they may just want to be addicted and continue to try others. At least that's what we we hope so. And I, re- I really like that partnership that's going on there because then you're reaching out to other organizations, you're reaching out to other shooting ranges, and uh, we're trying to capture different parts of the state too. So if you're not necessarily able to make it into Lincoln, uh, that works too, that, you know, you can head to Firth, or perhaps you want to be able to shoot outdoors, you know, if it's a nice day, and then those, a lot of those shooting ranges accommodate that as well. So for sure. So Firth has outdoor and indoor uh, venues to be able to oh, shoot nice. So they have a mix out there as well. Like we have an outdoor archery range here, but we don't have an outdoor shotgun range. Uh, the third event for the year, that one that's on October 23rd, will include shotgun as well as pistol and outdoor cooking. So it'll be a mix of indoor and outdoor activities. But it goes back to what you were saying at the top of the episode, uh, Julia, about not being comfortable coming to a range necessarily for the first time and all the, uh, the things that you're wondering about the expectations of what that location is and maybe not seeing a friendly face there to help you out. This is a chance for you to come in as kind of an interdelevel class, get introduced to facilities, um, kind of see what being at a range is like and seeing if it's something that you want to continue coming with in a smaller group, building that confidence because starting anything can be super scary. If you've never done it before, haven't been around it, it just kind of takes that whole bundling up of your courage to be able to show up and sit there the first time. This is kind of helps ease that process, um, lets you know the, what what to expect next time, kind of get that trepidation out of the way. And we're hoping that it will be able to help ladies get out there and try different things because I love trying different things. I'd love to be able to uh, share that passion with everybody else. Just if you haven't learned something new lately, go out there and learn something new. Are we, do you, do the shooting range provide firearms or do they need to have their own? We provide everything. We have everything that you need. And it's only $10 per person. Oh, honestly, ladies, that's, that's dirt cheap. I mean, just think about what you can do for only $10. You can't do a lot for $10 on top of outdoor cooking. And if you think of the price of ammo in general, and I, yeah, you can go on and on, but like $10 is dirt cheap to do something like this. What age group is participating? Like, what age group do you encourage or what age group has been participating? So, I mean, are you seeing college? Do you see all the way up to, let's say the millennials and, and, <laughs> and older, like who's participating in this? Um, like I said, we just started it. We'd love to see the whole range of folks. We, it's open to 16 and up. So even high school, if they'd like to come, we actually did see a lot of uh, family groups come in. So mother and daughter coming in to have a fun weekend event together at the retirement age or something. You want to try something new. This, this is for you too. It's for everybody. And we get, and and Rachel, you probably see this more so than I even do. We get a lot of retirement age coming in and shooting for the first time. Like we see a lot where they say, Hey, you know, I've seen my dad or husband shooting 
didn't have the chance to ever learn when I was younger. Teach me now. I want to learn now. Do, do you mm-hmm. see that a lot, Rachel? We see that a ton. And especially when we have uh, couples that come in where the guy's kind of the more experienced and uh, the lady in the pairs maybe uh, a novice. We, uh, we do see them like to come in and take a class on their own. So there's not that pressure of dealing with a loved one who's trying to instruct you. There's sometimes a lot of friction that happens there. I'm not going to say that in every case, but there is definitely the opportunity for stress there that we like to try and have a venue that ladies can just come and uh, learn from us. Yes. And I'm just going to be up there nine times out of 10. Those ladies are going to outshoot those guys. So here we go. (laughs) For sure. Yes. (laughs) And that, I mean, we see a lot of, we are running an archery program here now as well. That's called a women's archery happy hour. And so we just have a range of experience uh, from the different students that are coming in to just practice some archery. And I'd say that they're enjoying that as a relaxation and social uh, opportunity for them because they're working on skills. They're getting some exercise, just kind of it's archery. If you haven't done a lot of target shooting, it's very meditative. Once you get your basic skills going, it's a great way to relieve stress. And then we also have that uh, opportunity to hang out with folks that maybe aren't our family members that we are seeing every day or our coworkers and get some of that extra social aspect in there. Rachel, I don't know if you caught during the Olympics, there was quite a heavy commercial presence on females getting into archery. I, I don't, I probably do. I don't remember exactly like what the company was promoting that that doesn't mean anything. I'm more so now I'm focused on they focused, oh, it was a credit card company that was heavy on women learning. They're buying archery equipment and they're going and learning the archery equipment. And it was a credit card company. So, you know, even those credit card companies kind of know what the future is here and, and what there's some heavy interest in. Um, and then there was another retail store that really focused a lot on females getting active in shooting sports and archery. So, it's we've we've been watching it grow since even the Hunger Games, and there hasn't a stop. Like I feel like that peak continues to grow of of interest. Um, For sure, I haven't seen some of that, but that's actually really exciting because some of it is just being able to go out there and see that other ladies are doing that, and that hey, I can take this on too. Because if you're in your community, it's just the guys that are going out and doing it. it just kind of doesn't seem like it doesn't seem as appealing if you want, I want to go hang out with the guys all the time. Right. And, you know, the credit card company, they pick a sport that we all can get into. And it's not necessarily, they weren't focusing on, because let's face it, we're not going to all be gymna- gymnasts. We're not all going to be swimming because I don't have the flippers to do it. But I have the arms or I have the capacity to buy a bow and arrow or to buy a firearm and do that. So, uh, a little tirade there. It was kind of fun just to, to point it out. No, and that's the beauty of any shooting sport is that equipment is so adjustable and customizable for any person that even if you've had, you know, wrist surgery or you might not be as mobile um, as you used to be, you can still do a shooting sport and build up the strength from where you're at 
and the equipment will is, is available for you to go out and shoot. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about preparing females for the world of hunting or, and, and we have a lot of females that listen that are beginning into hunting or even experience in hunting and, and just have their ears to the podcast to learn more and, and to uh, hear us as a foundation of support for some reason. You know, do you feel that your GLAM program would help these ladies pursue or learn more uh, to prepare them for the field of hunting? For sure. I mean, the foundation for going out on a hunting trip is being able to use your equipment. And sometimes, you know, you might want to hunt, but you don't know maybe what you want to hunt with. Maybe you don't know whether, whether bow hunting or rifle hunting or going out with a shotgun is right for you. And so this gives you the chance to try out different equipment and see. So maybe I don't know if I want to do waterfowl hunting or deer hunting, but Hey, I really like shotgun and rifles, not my thing. Then maybe I want to get into waterfowl hunting because that's what goes with the shotgun. Right. Or even, you know, you want to try a muzzleloader instead of a uh, rifle for deer hunting. So certainly these, these types of programs is what to try that out for before you go purchase this major firearm, you know, you want to be comfortable with what you're getting into. Yep. It's always nice to have familiarity with the equipment and shooting it. So you know what you like and also have that knowledge so that you are prepared if you're going to buy something so that you're not talked into something that you don't really need or want or end up hating later. Right. Um, and on the muzzleloader thing, it's not set in, uh, in the schedule yet, but I'm pretty sure that in one of our winter glam events, we'll be doing some muzzleloader as I love muzzleloader. I give any chance to talk it up. I have, when I learned how to shoot and teach muzzleloader, I don't think I've ever had that much fun before. Nice. Is it the powder patch ball? Is that, is that what gets you or? <laughs> I, I think it's the smoke when you shoot it is what gets ah, me. Ah, nice, nice. And the spark, because the class that I was uh, learning how to shoot muzzleloader with, uh, one of the instructors was nice enough to bring along his flint lock. And that oh. was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yes, she's sold. She's, and just to put a plug out there that uh, in a couple weeks, I have a uh, young lady scheduled to interview that we're going to be talking about her experience, muzzleloader, uh, uh, deer hunting. So she, she hunts deer with a muzzleloader, and I'm very excited to interview her and share her experience um, as well as her experience antelope hunting too with the firearms. So I got, I had a little plug in to add there too. I'm going to have to listen to that one pretty closely because while yeah. I shoot muzzleloader, I haven't gone out hunting with one yet. And I need those tips and tricks. Definitely. We, we need to get you out there deer hunting with the muzzleloader. Just put a lot of clothes on during that season and head out. <laughs> so, you know, we've talked a lot about the programs that are coming up and the programs that you've offered where can they get more information? Where can they register? How do they register for these programs? Program that's offered by the Outdoor Education Center. The easiest way to register is to go to our website, outdooredcenter.org, and click on register for programs. That has our entire list of all of our upcoming programs. And if you'd rather chat with somebody in person and kind of get 
some advice about which class would be best for you, you are welcome to call us. Our number is 402-471-6141, and we can get you signed up over the phone, no problem at all. Nice, and the registration system, it's easy peasy. Then, on, then we start getting information more about all this um, other amazing programs that are offered at the Outdoor Education Center. Uh, both for families and, and women um, alike, uh, programs year round. So, you know, we've been talking about outdoor stuff, but as the fall and winter months start settling in, there'll be indoor programs as well. And like Rachel said, you can call, someone will have a voice there to explain it or even stop in because, you know, Rachel's there a lot and, um, a lot of the other amazing staff that work out the edu outdoor education center can uh, talk to you not only about programs that's coming up there, but programs that are statewide as well. For sure. We've briefly mentioned GLAM and a few other programs. Are there any other upcoming programs that you want to highlight while well, I got the microphone? Tell the ladies about I just want to hit again the women's archery happy hour on Mondays. We'll be running those pretty much all the way every month. You just sign up four weeks at a time. So no matter what your level for archery interest, even if you're a beginner and you've never shot archery before, we've got a spot for you. Come in and try that out. That is five to 6.30 on Monday nights. And uh, you just need to register in advance so that we know that you're coming. We have limited spots. That whole indoor range and COVID aspect sometimes slow us down a little bit from what we want to do. Uh, we also will be having out here at the Ed Center our monthly archery hikes. Look at the calendar upcoming for the dates for that, but that's a great opportunity for either uh, to bring out your family or a group of friends and come out and just try archery. Even if you're a beginner, again, even if you've never done it before, we will teach you how to do it. And you just go out and take a hike. It's pretty fun around our uh, outdoor course and you get to shoot at some foam critters and basically have like an hour of outdoor nature time. And these events are outdoors, which is great, you know, with us still being in this pandemic. We, we know through science, we know that outdoors is the best place to be right now. And so that helps us to continue these programs and continue to teach and allow you to continue having fun and be in a safe environment as well. And if any, yeah, and we have uh, mitigation measures in place. We've limited our... Uh, class sizes. So if you're coming in and signing up for any of our classes, they are smaller than they usually have been. But that also gets you a little bit more opportunity to ask questions of the instructor. If you have any extra questions, you get a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time. And if you're looking really far ahead in your calendar, we have a handgun series class that will be coming up in February on Tuesday nights. The it's so new. We planned it yesterday and the registration <laughs> isn't up. But, I just happened to be in that meeting that we were exactly planning. right. <laughs> but if you're looking for something a little bit more in depth than maybe a glam event would offer, and you'd like to do four weeks of firearm or pistol education, we have that coming up in February as well. We have it in advance of that for anybody, but if you're looking for just a ladies class, the February one would be where it's at. We have a pretty solid Facebook page as well for the Outdoor Education Center. Uh, can they learn more about? these programs on the Facebook page. They can. And ask us questions over Messenger, anything like that. Um, 
I won't say that all of our upcoming events are posted up there yet, but they are constantly posted up on our uh, events calendar so that you can read a description, click on the link, maybe look at some pictures, see what in advance what that might look like and uh, share with your friends that they can come out too. I feel like we have ladies that listen to this that maybe are beyond the um, learning. Like they are the ones that may possibly be at that stage where they need to be or feel like they could mentor. Uh, if, If someone wants to get into supporting a new um, shooting sports enthusiast. Do you have recommendations or how can someone become a mentor? I think the tough thing is, is that depending on what you want to mentor, there's a little bit of a different process, but I'd say overall, the thing to do is um, contact someone who's running a current program. So like Julia or myself, and see what classes that you could uh, assist with to see kind of what that looks like for mentoring and be able to see maybe what skills you need to still develop or what would fit you for you to be able to go out and teach. Because if you haven't mentored or taught before, it can be pretty intimidating. And so having someone that can kind of be your guide to getting you to that spot is wonderful. I know that I've had a lot of great mentors, encouraging mentors that have gotten uh, me to where I am and told me, Hey, you can do this. You just have to try it. Here's, here's where, what you may need to learn. Here's uh, where your strong suits are and you just got to jump in and try it out. So uh, I would say again, contact me at the center or contact Julia. Let us know what you're interested in. Are you interested in helping with archery? Are you interested in helping with rifle? Are you interested in helping maybe with a certain type of hunting and we will, we always need mentored and volunteer instructors. So please, uh, we will find a spot for you to be able to help us out. Um, I I second that we, we're always in need of a teacher, you know, a, a program leader even to, or even someone to take a new hunter out somewhere that that's the demand. Um, there's a demand out there for females wanting, even males, females wanting to get out on the field and try hunting, try shooting, but the lack of resources uh, is pretty thin sometimes to match them up with, with the experts in the land to do that. So yes, I said, you don't have to be an expert to go out and mentor somebody. Sometimes it's just nope. nice to have somebody that you guys can work work out the problems together and figure out what you need together. Valid point. Or just go out and have fun together. Mm -hmm. Um, Be safe together and have fun together. Yep, exactly. All they want to do is know what your previous experience has been and what your pathway has been. They don't necessarily want you to be the expert. They want to know what, what challenges you faced and how you figured out how to overcome them. All right, Rachel, as we start wrapping up the conversation, anything else that we missed or that you would like to share with with our listeners? I'm sure I've missed a couple of things, but I can't remember off the top of my head what it might be. That's all right. You know, what we'll do is we'll drop them in uh, our Facebook page and 
Uh, sometimes we add some show notes and we can certainly do that on our website that is sgooutdoors.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages are She Goes Outdoors. I encourage you, if you're listening to this, to jump on those pages and follow us. Uh, we're always posting the latest episodes there, uh, any other tidbit information, promoting additional programs. After this episode drops, I'll even tag in and bring in the Outdoor Education Center's Facebook page so you can follow that as well. And for those ears that are listening to us that are maybe a far distance from the Lincoln area, follow those pages because there's even, you know, we do virtual programming as well that you can tap into and, and learn from us. You don't have to be you don't have to be close to Lincoln to learn from our from our sources, our pages. All right, Rachel. Well, thank you for joining me today. Uh, we had a great conversation and I learned that what glam meant and I don't have to like get the sparkles out to be shooting, right? You don't have to, but if you want to, you can still shoot in your pretty gear. That is okay. Uh, I think probably the most pretty I'm going to have is my purple Ruger, my purple nine. How about that? I'll bring my purple nine and that will be my glam. There you go. (laughs) All right, ladies. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of She Goes Outdoors. I encourage you to tap into our Facebook and Instagram pages to learn more about the programs. Uh, And our website is escooutdoors.com. If you have not already, please rate us on your app store. It's those ratings that get up there and let others know about our podcast. So thanks again for joining us and we will see you outdoors.